Okay. Bro, so, okay I'm saying, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I got some 1789 <laughs> I got to finish. Mm. How? Mm, mm, mm. Well, I I got a whole I got a whole cup I need to go pour if you gonna do all okay. that. I mean, so so let's ah. let's 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 what you what you what you howling for, Doctor Leavenworth? <laughs> how because how, all right and 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 in in the efforts of bringing transparency to the listener, we had a few different conversations that we sort of blended in together. There, man, let me tell you something. And somehow a hustle, all... a hustle goes in a strategic direction. Power is the ability to define phenomena and make it act in a desired manner. <laughs> what just happened in that episode was pure lightning strike to a lake that has several rivers running from it. <laughs> but it's you know that was that was that thing of creating. Well, this is all life. yours, man. This is all yours. At doc, this look, point. Doc, Doc, bring yeah. us back. Doc, bring us back. Well, I. You know what? Uh, Jesus Christ. Wow. I, you know, I went. Oh, and, yeah. And, and let me let me confess to something, listeners. No. And no, uh, no, no. Have I went, show. Grab, I went Let's go. Grab, no, no, no. I went and grabbed myself a drink, uh, an additional oh. drink. And when yeah. I came back yeah. from the, yeah. Yeah. my yeah. drink, yeah. Um, things had progressed a little farther than I thought they would. Ladies and gentlemen, um, the, uh, <laughs> the fact is... <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. Weirdly off, but somehow on topic too, right? Because at the end of the day, when you're talking about side hustles versus uh, versus businesses, uh, it's all about what you at the household level need, right? What you mm-hmm. need in terms of like media immediate bills, and then what you need slash wants in terms of getting ahead. I have found that. You know, I, the operative part of the word you dropped offside earlier is hustle, right? There are people who are hustlers, and there are people who are not, right? And the hustlers are the ones who are willing to do what's necessary to move to the next step. Now, you can set things up so that as a hustler, you end up having extra because, you know, you set your expenses low enough and you you recognize what it is that you need and you have some ready places to uh, put your money to work for you. Or because you're a hustler, you can also say, all right, well, I'm going to end up, you know, I'm going to spend more. And so now you're hustling just to make ends meet. And I don't look down on the hustler who hustles to make ends meet because most of the time the hustlers that hustle to make ends meet. They make ends meet. So I'm not tripping on that either. But when you're talking about giving yourself flexibility and getting ahead, there's just one rule that's always going to um, going to be there, and that's you have to spend less than you make, right? And you have mm. to, when you're thinking about where it is that you want to go in terms of getting ahead, that, you know, that spend needs to include the um, your goals for the future. And after you have... Um, you know, provided for all your present needs, uh, started to sort of save and invest towards the goals of your future, you still want to have some room, right? And, and room is to keep you from doing something stupid and to keep you at the from, from the end of your rope. Because when your ends start getting tight, right? When they, to, to where they're not going to, going to meet, people start getting uncomfortable they start treating 
one another badly. And when I talk about people being more important than things, that's why it's important to set your at a certain level and keep them at a spot where they where they don't interfere with what it is that you're trying to accomplish because what happens is your ends get tight and people start to get snappy with one another. They start to treat one another badly because um, what it is that you have hoped for and dreamed for, even in some cases planned for, looks like it's going to be put in doubt because of sometimes the behavior of another person or the lack of a behavior of another person because they're not working hard enough or they're not making enough money or not cutting expenses back or buying things that you don't like. And so what happens is the people in your life start to get the have their um, relation with you altered based on this whole relationship with money. And so this is why I talk about, man, give yourself some flexibility. If you're a couple, set up your expenses so one income can cover all of them. Why? Because now you have flexibility to save, to go on vacation, to give yourself the opportunity to buy the things that you want to add flexibility, right? And so that flexibility can come just based on your own incomes. If you're a couple and you do some planning ahead of time, if you're a person who maybe you're already in a certain situation and you say, I'm I'm willing to work a little on the outside and make some money in a side hustle um, that I might want to turn into a side business eventually, boom, that's another thing that I could have going. But again, it comes down to what it is that you want to accomplish. I feel like there are people who just – you know, they're just used to work. They're not even thinking about the productivity of their work that they're doing. They're just used to having as many jobs as possible. They could be spending more on daycare on a per hour basis. They're like, oh, everybody got to work. I just need to work, 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 and it's going to be fine. And as awesome as that Rihanna song was, um, it's not the answer to all of the questions. It's not about you. You work. said so you mentioned something real quick, and I don't know if you did it intentionally or not. Probably you. you of course, you did because. First off, I want to mention that Dr. Lovin is the power steering fluid that is this 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 is a vehicle that's driving here because we 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 lost control. Let's be honest about it. We lost control, but Dr. Lovin's strong arm, that steering wheel, it got us back on the road, and power steering has now been you know restored to this vehicle. But um, you mentioned the side hustle and the side business, and I, that distinction that you just threw out real quick and and casual is really the essence of the conversation is, you know, when I, when I talked about how do you view it? Cause you know, the side hustle, like we said before, is like, Hey, you know, I need a little extra cash right now. I'm going out of town. I need some extra cash or, you know, this and this came up. I need a little extra cash. So you go out there and you hit your side hustle. You consistently do your side hustle, but your, your side hustle is a part-time job, but your side business, you devote a lot of time to it. Because if we honest about it, especially real entrepreneurs, real business owners, real real people who are really hustling, a real hustle, a hustle without the side attached to it, is a business and it's full time. It's twenty four hours in a day. You only need eight hours of sleep. That leaves way more hours than you're supposed to be clocked into your job. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna do no math right now. I don't feel like it. But if you work eight hours at a regular job, regular job give you eight hours, then boom, you get off work. Exactly. So you still got another eight hours. You can go clock in somewhere else, which is why you got a lot of people 
based on situation, circumstance, and economics, working two whole jobs, two yep. nine, you know, working two full-time jobs, day shift, night shift. You got people, you know, uh, working doubles, people working doubles plus, oh, you know, yeah. People are people are people are a lot of people are working, and one of the one of the great distinctions between the hustle and your job, not the hustle and your business, because your hustle and your business can be the same thing. It's conversion. The 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 the, the caterpillar becomes the butterfly. But between your hustle and your job is your hustle is something that you like to do. And DJ made the distinction earlier. It's like it's the, there's also that fine balance of you don't want your hustle to become overwhelming. If you like to knit or you like to bake cakes or you like to design or you like to cook, you don't want that to become what your job has become. And, you know, if you're being honest with yourself, we know you. We know what we're talking about. Because, you know, if you was to take a survey right now, people at their job be like, do you like this? <laughs> We know what the answers would range from. No to hell no. You know, but that's a whole nother conversation. It, it'll, it'll trickle in this conversation, but you know, you got people where it's like, okay, I'm working, I'm working this hustle and it's, it's providing for me, but I don't want it to become overwhelming. That's where scalability really comes into play. You know what I'm saying? If we're being real about it, because scalability comes with, okay, I'm anticipating for this this increase to come. I'm prepared for this increase, and at the same time, in this scalability, in this business model for scalability, your passion always needs to take precedence. Because if it becomes something that you do not like to do, then all it does is become another job that you can control. And is that really that much better? Maybe, yeah. But then maybe not, because if you work in a nine to five that's demanding of your time to where, you know, you, you losing time with your family and things of that nature. And we've all, you know, I've been there. I know other people have been there, so I'm not alone in this situation. This is not a unique situation where you work in a job or you work in two jobs and you have little to no family time. And then you got your hustle, your passion, something that you like to do, and it begins to take off and increase. And now you're doing that. And it's like, because everybody has this grand, like like, like Dr. Levin said, this grandiose view of entrepreneurship. It's like, oh, I work for myself. I can take off anytime I want to, do whatever I want to. No, you can't. No, you can't. No. So if that's what you think, get no, keep it at a side hustle. Yeah. That, the, uh, that's not what it is. And, and I, and I, you know, I, I still want to be careful because a lot of people, you know, the folks that are driving Uber and Lyft as a side hustle, they ain't passionate car drivers. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, right, so exactly, like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Exactly. And that's that's the beauty uh, of this conversation. Yeah. This whole topic right. is very is very nuanced yeah, in a sense. But at the same to. time, it's very broad. Like you, like you said, you didn't you didn't wake up and be like, I want to be a professional chauffeur. They have a car and they recognize they can make some money with it. Exactly. And so making some money with it is one thing. But then if you continue to spend the way that you spent before and that way led you to nothing, then you want to make sure that you put some things in a place where you can start saving some money, start investing some money, allowing your money to work for you um, by, uh, you know, in, investing in the stock market and, and accumulating, whether it's mutual fund or stock shares over time so that you can become more wealthy or other sorts of businesses. 
that's the direction that you want to go in terms of making uh, your hustle a, a productive endeavor, right? Because some people can turn, and it's usually the people who have a, a, a um, passion. You know, they bake cookies. They love baking cookies. They're great at baking cookies. They uh, bake cookies because of that passion for better then most people bake cookies and that's what anything like when you want to be, be professional and get paid above average for it, it's because you can do it better than the average person can do it and you bring something to the table maybe that's not even out there and so now you baking your cookies you baking your cakes and you selling them that's you, can, that, you can make money that's off that of accessibility, that. accessibility yeah. and convenience factor yeah where, and I, I got a perfect example. And I'm going to shout out to this brother because I, I've, I I met him a couple of times and I'm, you know, I'm just impressed with the product. But Cousins Dozens Donuts, the C-U-Z-I-N-D-U-Z-I-N, Cousins Dozens Donuts. He got featured on uh, Viceland. Um, I think, the, I think matter of, yeah, the, the Hustle with John Henry, the, it was, the series was called Hustle. Uh, was produced by uh, John Henry, I think is his name. He was the host, but Cousins Dozens, uh, Mr. Todd, uh, he's the donutologist, Todd Jones. Uh, but I definitely want to give him a shout out because it, he's making a simple product. If you look at it, it's donuts. But man, when I tell you these donuts, some of the best damn donut, they're miniature. But they, man, I tell you, my wife will tell you. It's one of the best damn donuts you'll taste in your life, and it's and it's it's unique. It like and from from this, he's you know he's spawned off a couple of you know different businesses where he he'll you know he'll cater your party, cater your wedding, all of this stuff. He's got uh, I think two physical locations. One was a pop up which was close to me, and that's how I ran up on him. I was like, damn, they smell good. Let me try. He's like funnel cake donuts, and me, I'm a fat kid at heart. I grew up near the Alabama National Fair, so it's like a, a funnel story. cake. Exactly. I was yeah. like, I like funnel cakes. My wife loves funnel cakes, and this was at the time she was pregnant, and I was like, she would love a funnel cake. So I bought myself some to try it, and I was like, oh, these are heaven. I was like, sir, you're selling crack here, and yeah. I am now I am now addicted. I said, I got to get some more, and I brought my wife over. She was pregnant at the time, and she damn near had, you know, I had to pick her up off the floor just like, these are so damn good. But Cousins doesn't. But his – um. His product was, if you look at it, let's let, let's break it down. You get donuts from anywhere. Yeah. And he told me, he said, I used to work at Dunkin' Donuts. And one of the beautiful one of the beautiful things about it is we we you know I you know me being a business consultant and the people that I talk to and you know we I network with we sat and talked for a while. I was just like, man, what you know? His setup is simple. It's to the point. He creates he creates his own sauces and things too. Like he got funnel cake. He's got s'mores. And then he's got a couple that are he called adult adult donuts. Now his accessibility changes. It's not just a convenient thing like oh I can get donuts anywhere. Like no, can you get a Hennessy glazed donut? Can you get a Ciroc watermelon glazed donut? Can you get a Ciroc? Uh, he got one that's a strawberry glazed, but I think it's Bailey's. He's got adult adult uh, adult donuts that are he's he's created glazes with. You know, infused with liquor, with different liquors that everybody loves. Hennessy, uh, DJ, you would love it. He's got a couple of different Bailey's <laughs> ones, you know, and and they are amazing. They're good. He, you watch him make them in front of his eye. You know, you you can see him make them right in front of you. So when you get them, they're hot, they're fresh, and you know they're unique. 
And he said he used to work for another, you know, a, a larger donut chain, not not Krispy Kreme, but another one that serves a lot of coffee. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he told me the secret. He, I was like, you know, I never seen him make a donut. Like you go into Krispy Kreme and you see Krispy Kreme making the donuts. Sure. But this other place, you don't see him make. He said, oh, they all microwave. They, you know, we pop in the oven in the morning, then we pop them out. I was like. I felt shocked, but I don't know why I was shocked. So I was like, "How else would they do it? You know, you know, unless somebody bringing them in hot off the truck." But that ain't possible, you know. But you know that 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 brought me to the the, the point of accessibility. Like you got something that's good, people will want it. If you got a good product, people will want it. If you got something that everybody else got, then the goal that you need to go towards is making it more convenient for people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's, that's why that's why we that's why we got the home shopping network. Yeah. People that don't want to go to the store, guess what you can do? Sit and watch TV all day. Call the number. And and you know Tell what? Even them. then, you can you can bring more or less quality to what it is that you bring to the table within the home shopping network. You've got certain products that end up being stars because they can show the showcase their value. They tell their story better than the other people selling the other products, right? And so at the end of the day. It's all about what it is that you bring to the table in terms of value, how you're able to express that value, how you as a business person are able to control your costs and um, and use that, that excess value that you bring to the table as ownership. That's how it works in the capitalist society to, to propel yourself and your family forward, right? So um, when the game changes, then I'll switch up the way in which I'll tell you to fight. That's, you know, that, that, that's how the Bruce Lee says, Hey, be like water. Right. And so that, this is the game that we're in. And so if you're trying to make money, that's the way that you make money. That's not just on a, um, on a company wide level, that's on an individual level too, in terms of your fluidity and the ability to do what's the next valuable thing if the one thing that you did before is no longer considered valuable. So you always have to be learning how to learn so that Doc, you can continue to be valuable going forward, Doc, right? Doc, I, so, Doc I, gotta, I hate to interrupt you, but I got to do what I normally do, and I'm going to throw a mm-hmm. wrench all into this. Let's talk, to the, let's talk to these people like myself, and, you know, I'll be, you know, once again, 100% transparency. Is let's talk to the people who – who 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 are who are increasing and scaling their their hustles to business level and now there's the 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 surplus if you will mm-hmm. however much the surplus is and you mentioned it before it's like okay now you've taken your hustle from covering this bill to now you've got extra money coming into so what should you naturally do right so save first, right hell no you gonna spend it on something now you got extra say, money. Is, let me go hit the, the Bahamas can... let me go hit the Bahamas <laughs> with my Gucci flip flops on. Because I made extra money this month. Because this I'm used is, to I'm used to just covering this bill, but now man, I get extra. Let's go floss on. Zero <laughs> zero is a powerful powerful number and a powerful powerful presence because folk get used to it. Zero the nothing. Remember what was that movie? The Never Ended Story, and they was the nothing. That was the big. That was the big enemy. The nothing. It wasn't going one way or the other way. It was the nothing, right? And zero is the nothing. It's that heavy sucking sound. People get extraordinarily com- uncomfortable when they're uh, in a bunch of debt, and they get a lot of folks. This is the part they won't tell you get extraordinarily uncomfortable when they have money in their pockets. 
Mm. Building up money, lifting money and having money on you is like lifting weights, right? That next pound doesn't feel so heavy when you're conditioned and you've been lifting weights. But, you know, that next pound feels extraordinarily heavy when you're not prepared for it. And so mm. when you always been at zero, when you ain't never, you had no money, now the next thing you do when you get some XX money coming in is to figure out how to get away from get away from. You have no idea. You don't know why you're trying so hard to spend this extra money. You, you know, you know cognitively that, hey, $500 extra dollars a month saved could, could positively impact the choices in my life. But you used to having zero. But here's, so that, that, but here's that weird. You, you trick it off. But here's that weird dilemma, though. And this is this is me, but I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Is when I don't have excess, mm-hmm. you can take me in the mall and I want everything. Yeah. But when I do have excess, I'm frugal with it. I'm like, you know what? I do not need to buy seven pairs of shoes right now. Well, you know what? That 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 is. But. But on the flip side, like my like my mama, my grandma, my my uncles used to tell me, "Boy, that money burning a hole in your pocket, ain't it?" Yeah. <laughs> you like you said, you got to get rid of it. But it's like it, it, it's that it's that it's that battle between the devil and the angel on your shoulders. Like I got to get rid of this, but it's like I can't be stupid with that. So you make a compromise with yourself, much like my birthday dilemma, where it's like, should I go trick it off at the club? You're right. Well, because it's your birthday. Because because it's my birthday, and I got to take money. But See, like, here's why uh, you have to have a plan because if whether you it, whether you don't have a plan, an excuse will do. So you need to feel <laughs> say, that say, it say it again. 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 Excuse will do. Right. Wherever, wherever you, you have a plan, an excuse will fill that space. You see. So you better have plan. It for, for all of the place the plan need to be, because otherwise it's gonna be filled with excuse. And so, oh well, you know I, I you know, but it's my it, it's it's my birthday. My cat, uh, my my cat caught the rat. My uncle clipped his toenails. It's time for a change. I need to buy this, right? Anytime you have any extra. If you have been living in a place where you've been spending all of the money that you have, man, it's a habits are a powerful thing. So you, even if it's a dollar, man, you need to get in the habit of putting a dollar to the side so that you can start to have the tolerance and the ability to possess two dollars. And real then, quick, real quick, because I want I want DJ to say something because he's been real quiet and I'm I'm, I'm scared. And I'm slightly concerned, but I want I want I want DJ to say something. But Doc, you brought up a good point that I want to throw in one of those tangible steps that we known for throwing in for people, and it's something that I practice sometimes, not often. I'm gonna be transparent about it. I don't do this often because sometimes I don't practice what I preach. But if I practice, if you know, say if I preach it, somebody will listen and they'll do better by it. And that's you know one of the goals in my life is to see other people do better around me. I don't do it for the for the applause. I do it for the cause. But I legitimately have hustles that supply my investing. Yeah. And I'll repeat that. I have hustles that supply my investing. One of the things that I do is I buy gold. So I have hustles to where every time one of the hustles, you know, one of the hustle payments come through, 
I don't go put it in, you know, I don't go put it over here towards a bill. I don't go put it over here towards buying some buying something that I want. I go by gold with it. I have another hustle that supplies my investing in stocks. So when the hustle comes in, I don't go buy shoes. I don't go buy something to drink. I don't go buy something to eat. I go buy stock with it. And, you know, that's a tangible step that a lot of us can take, should take. Because you already know, and we said it before when we had the life the life insurance conversation. If you skip a two for 20, one side of the month, you can go make a change, start to make a change. And that's what this conversation is really about. That's what all of these conversations are really about. It's talking to ourselves, for one, because we ain't judging over here. It's just say, hey, let's make some small changes in your life. It's just like when, when the doctor tells you your blood pressure kind of high. You need to do more cardio. You need to do more exercise. That don't mean go out there and run a 400, 400K marathon. No. Get up and walk more. Stop trying to find the closest parking spot to the door. Walk. Take the steps instead of the elevator. Get the salad instead of the, instead of the double cheeseburger steak deluxe. You know, it's, it's, it's making small changes to provide for a better future. And we're talking, you know, personally, financially, job-wise, but it, that's really what it is. DJ, I want you to say something to close us out for this after show, then I'm going to throw it to Dr. Lovin, and then we'll close it on out, because I, uh, I got fatherly duties to handle, guys. I'm almost done with this 1789, too, so. <laughs> DJ, say something, because you ain't said nothing since, since earlier. I guess we got off your topic. Is he still with us? You know what? I think DJ. I, th- I think DJ. This is the be. best after-show <laughs> development ever. And you know why? It's because it's real. It is. It is like when you think about when you said like this is an organic conversation between three people just bringing what it is that we have to the table. It. Sometimes all three of us make it to the end. Sometimes all that th- we don't. You know that. You know. That that's what it's about. When I say and who, and who, and who knows, more important than who things, knows. Dallas Mayor Dallas Mayor woke up. We do not. Yeah, know. no, he probably did. I mean, yeah. people are more important than things on every level in this. <laughs> For real, man. This and so yeah, this is at the end of the day a conversation between three uh, three brothers who are trying to. Um, push ourselves and our families ahead. We all, all of us have um, side things that we are doing to try to make ourselves and our families more uh, more wealthy o- over time, to make our lives easier and to increase the number of options that our families have. And I think I we have that in common with all of the listeners, the folks who have reached out to me who have listened have all sort of been in that space where it's like, oh man, I'm looking for new things, um, new new content to help me sharpen my edge so that I can be more effective in what I'm doing. And so, um, in in terms of what we talked about for uh, for side hustles and recognizing whether it's a side hustle or or a business, man, that that's a part a part of it and scaling it. And being able to do that is 
and, and being able to build it up is also part of that. And also recognizing that in this day and age, being inclusive is an asset in and of itself and being exclusive, at least in terms of uh, in terms of a, a bigoted type of way, is going to be something that's going to end up costing you and and recognizing that all of this centers what it is that you bring to the table in terms of goods or services around um, what it is that you actually can bring to the person that's willing to buy it, right? So how you can communicate that message to them, tell them your story, get them to buy in and want to be a part of what it is that you're doing because you're doing the right thing. So part of it is being right. Part of it is doing right. Part of it is understanding and planning in the right way so that you can perform and move in the right way. And then using those funds in a way that's going to fuel your family uh, goals and, and, and make your family and your life better off going forward. That's what it's all about. So it's funny, even though we might not have the tightest of conversations as we move along, at the end of the day, it's a very consistent conversation and that we're moving in the same uh in, in the same direction, right? In terms of in terms of positivity and and uh recognizing that people are more important than things and prioritizing your life in that way so that you can live life and and live it more abundantly and that's that's what we're all about so thanks for letting me say my piece and i love to hear you close it out almost definitely thank you as always to uh to both of you all for joining me on this journey and on this call but um i'll go out on a limb and it's a short limb and say is um there's beauty in the in the in the truth of of, of what we say and like you said, we, we, we've laid a, we've always laid, we consistently laid this basic foundation of just the main goal, the core of this is to, to spark conversation, to spark uh, thinking and conversation amongst ourselves, our community, and our uh, immediate uh, circles and intermediate circles of just progression, generational wealth, things of that nature doing better in life, creating the perfect balance of work and life and things, you know, just having a conversation because like we said, the, the conversation is not being had a lot and we want to be the agent of change to where we are introducing this conversation and making it readily accessible for today's time. Because in all honesty, this conversation is only had in small circles behind closed doors in certain spaces, and everybody ain't a part of those spaces. So this is an all-inclusive conversation if you want to do better overall. And we invite everybody to join in this conversation. If you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, introduce them to this conversation, and they can get in on this too. Because eventually what we want to get to, like we said, this is truly, honestly, and this is true and honesty coming from from us. This is a conference call of us just having a conversation based on a topic. We do no pre-prep. We don't look up stats, figures, and all of that stuff because that's what a lot of people do. And that's the beauty and the joy of this conversation is it's true, it's honest, and it's real. This is not canned. We haven't come up with catchy slogans other than the one that Dr. Levin has been spewing out 
for years. <laughs> People over things. It's always going to be here. But we appreciate everybody uh, that supports us, that gives us feedback, that listens. Um, we appreciate our sponsors, our donors. Uh, we appreciate everybody who does it for the cause and not the applause because they are along and aligned with us. And uh, we also want to appreciate and shout out to our fellow brethren in the movement of uh, generational wealth. They know who they are. They don't need the recognition. But as for us at the Brethren Podcast, myself, Dr. John Loving, Ph.D., Destrian Wells, Destrian Wells Consultant, uh, you can find us at our respective internet domains, mmbbgw.com for myself, ajamuloving.com for Dr. Ajamuloving, Ph.D., and dwellsconsulting.com for Mr. Destrian Wells. We bid you all a good night, good evening, good day, whatever time you're listening to this, but thank you for listening all Thanks. in all. And um, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening. This is a season two, episode two, which is what, episode 11, I think, whatever it is. <laughs> Make sure you catch all the other episodes. And, hey, this has been one hell of an after show, man. I appreciate it. I love it. But uh, we love y'all, and goodbye.